On this show, we've talked many times about how Louisville needs to address the linebacker position in the portal. Well, Oregon transfer Keith Brown is going to be on campus soon, and we'll also talk about Louisville offering Jackson State linebacker Geronte Davis, while also discussing the Louisville Cardinals getting a commitment from Duquesne offensive lineman Vincent Lumia. With that being said, let's get right on into the show. You are locked on Louisville. Your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On the Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started today. As I mentioned, uh, my name is Dalton Pence. I serve as a credential media member for Cardinal Sports Zone. I want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder, the Locked On the Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. All about the portal on today's episode of the show. We'll talk about some possible linebacker um, additions. Oregon's Keith Brown will be on campus uh, coming up soon for an official visit. We'll also talk about um, Louisville offering Jackson State star Geronte Davis. And then to conclude the show, we'll discuss the newest football commitment, Duquesne offensive tackle Vincent Lumia. Um, obviously, with spring ball coming to a close, the portal's going to get real busy here soon. I think I read somewhere where the portal closes like April 30th. I could be wrong. I think that that's just what I read. But regardless, um, you're going to see a lot of portal movement over the next week, couple weeks. Um, as spring ball concludes, players don't like where they are on the depth chart. Players want to go elsewhere, yada, 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 whatever may have you. Um, needless to say, there's going to be a lot of movement. Louisville has a lot of uh, scholarships still to address. Uh, seven open scholarships, I think. Six six open scholarships as of right now. I could be wrong, um, but nonetheless, you know, a good amount of opportunity to work with for next year's team. And then that's also, you know, you have to take into consideration that other players may leave. It's not going to just happen at other schools. You would imagine that it happens at Louisville as well. But nonetheless, Jeff Brom and company have done a great job addressing the needs in the portal. They um, have absolutely uh, transformed the wide receiver room. Um, they've added defensive standouts in the secondary, at uh, the defensive line, the you know other multiple positions. But linebacker seems to still be a position that you pinpoint as probably the top position of need uh, for next year's team. Um, obviously, you lost Dorian Jones to Cincinnati, Monty Montgomery to Mississippi, uh, Momo Sonogo to the NFL Draft. So, and you brought in Stanquan Clark, who's going to be a fantastic player in his time in college. But like I mentioned, still kind of nervous about truly, truly relying on a, um, you know, a freshman linebacker, regardless if he's a four-star or not, truly relying on a freshman linebacker to come in and start right away. Um, so, you know, that leaves opportunity for guys like Jalen Alderman, TJ Cloyd, I'm sorry, KJ Cloyd, TJ Quinn. I can't speak today. TJ Quinn, KJ Cloyd, um, Jackson Hamilton, 
Um, other players that were kind of waiting in the wings for their opportunity now will get an opportunity to, um, you know, get some significant playing time. But it seems like with the, you know, first couple days of this wave in the transfer portal, it seems like Louisville has shown that linebacker is going to be a position of need. And Oregon's Keith Brown entered the transfer portal pretty quickly after he tweeted out that he will be taking an official visit to Louisville coming up soon. This is obviously significant news, considering that this is a position of need for the Cardinals next season. Now, when you look at what Brown did for the Ducks up in Eugene the past two seasons, uh, 2021, 15 total tackles, um, six solo, uh, 2022, 21 tackles, one sack. I think he started in three games or so and ended up uh, playing in all 12, if I'm not mistaken, or he played in 12. Um, But Brown, a highly rated player coming out of high school, was projected by a lot of fans and some of the Oregon um, blog sites to be a starter at the linebacker position next season. Now, granted, that may have changed with spring ball. Who knows? I'm not necessarily sure of what went into the decision to enter the portal for Keith Brown. But nonetheless, um, the six foot one, 235 pound native of Lebanon, Oregon, was rated as the number one player coming out of the state in the 2021 class, 114th best player in the country, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite, and the 13th best linebacker. Now, um, to give a little bit of a glimpse of what type of player Keith Brown is, because there's not a lot of film on him um, accessible for fans to watch, Brandon Huffman, uh, national recruiting insider slash editor of uh, 24-7 Sports, projected him back in 2018 as around four to seven uh four to seventh round pick in the NFL draft compared him to Nigel Bradham of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um he said this about um Keith Brown. Now granted this was back in 2018, but said physical and strong shows good lateral movement and ability to move in space. A downhill linebacker who can be a three down player in college but needs to improve on his play diagnosis. Tendency to get flat footed at times but shows good recovery ability and willingness to mix up at the line of scrimmage projects as multi-year power five starter and third day NFL draft selection. So um you, you kind of get um you know a little curious when you wonder, well, why did he enter the portal? And I think that that kind of sheds a lot of light on you know how well he could play here at Louisville. Now, granted, that wouldn't be the end all be all, but nonetheless, you still wonder because was it a matter of playing time? Was it a matter of you know just wanting a change of scenery, so on and so forth? I think that that would be able to. Um, you know, give you an insight into why a certain player um, entered the portal and what that would mean for a player, um, you know, moving forward in their respective career. But nonetheless, um, that is what it is. I think that, you know, with a handful of people saying that Keith Brown would possibly be a starter, and it seems like in spring practice he lined up um as a first teamer at the linebacker position so uh something to focus on so i think that um this is one of those instances to where 
with Louisville getting involved so quickly, you would have to assume that there is significant interest from both sides. But I would like this addition here for Louisville because, number one, it fills the position of need. Obviously, linebacker is a position that Louisville is going to need moving forward. And I think that for Keith Brown, you're probably looking at this situation like, okay, I can come in to Louisville and possibly start right away and play the significant amount of snaps. Now, was he projected to do that at Oregon this next year? Well, I think that that's to be, um, you know, you know, to be determined. I'm not necessarily sure. Uh, forgive me for not necessarily being well-versed with um, the pulse of the depth chart in mid-April for Oregon football. But um, nonetheless, it seems like this took a lot of people – by shock. It shocked a lot of people. It took a lot of people by surprise, I should say. So ultimately, I think that um, a player you know, that was very highly rated coming out of high school has shown promise at uh, times at Oregon for a solid team. This would probably be a no-brainer addition for Jeff Brom's team. Uh, you add a position of need. You add a possible starter at that position. Started multiple games during his career, um, maybe not necessarily, um, you know, jumping off the page in terms of statistics, but overall, um, you know, still, it seems like there's a lot of talent to work with pretty solid size being six foot one, 235 pounds. Um, it looks like it's probably going to be this week. He will be on campus for spring ball. So shout out to the coaching staff, for getting that urgency, um, for bringing a player on campus that quickly. Um, it seems like from what I've heard and from what I've seen on social media, this isn't a recruitment that's going to take a ton of time. Um, so I'm not necessarily sure of who else has reached out to uh, Keith Brown in the portal. But nonetheless, I, I think that um, you're banking on the production here and you're banking on, you know, the potential to obviously get better and be a solid player for Louisville at the very least solid depth. And that's something to look forward to. If you're a Louisville fan, I think that this is extremely encouraging. You have about six spots to work with currently, possibly more if more players enter the portal. Linebacker is obviously a position of need. There doesn't have to be a lot of justification as to why this move makes a lot of sense, not only for the Louisville Cardinals, but I guess you could say for Keith Brown as well, I, I guess it, it would probably be hard harder to maybe justify as to why, you know, going from Oregon to Louisville. But nonetheless, I, I think that um, if, if he sees this as a good opportunity, hey, who are we to uh, disagree with him? So um, definitely one to watch for here, former top 120 player visiting the Cardinals. So like I mentioned, linebacker is such a key position of need. The Cardinals have extended an offer to uh, Jackson State star Geronte Davis. We'll talk about um, that highly uh, anticipated recruitment and what he could bring to the Cardinals program here in just a second after we talk about our friends and the title sponsor of the show, FanDuel. Um, Grand Slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. There's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000, just go to FanDuel.com slash on to sign up, place that first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. Um, there's a lot of bets from home run totals for a game for Aaron Judge to how many strikeouts you think that um, 
Jacob DeGrom is going to have. Uh, so on and so forth. Don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. So moving on into the second segment, uh, obviously we talked about uh, the Keith Brown recruitment. The Cardinals offered Geronte Davis, the linebacker from Jackson State, a six-foot junior, 231 pounds, native of Greensboro, North Carolina, played um, his first season of college ball for Middle Tennessee State, had 71 tackles, uh, 38 of those assisted, 33 solos, two pass deflections, three sacks, ended up transferring to Jackson State uh, for uh, the 2022 season had 39 tackles this past year. 25 of those were solo, one pass deflection, one sack, one forced fumble. Um, I would probably caution fans to not look too much into the statistics because Davis was an absolute star on the field. When you watch um, the highlight tapes, when you go back and watch um, some film from Jackson State's games, it's very evident of where he is on the film at all times. Um, you know, he is an extremely explosive linebacker that is able to get into the backfield very, very quickly and with a vengeance does a good job of going sideline to sideline. Also solid in um, you know passing situations as well. I think that he probably specializes more so as a as a pass rusher and defending the run, you know, versus maybe dropping back into coverage. But he's Pretty complete as you know, as far as linebackers come when it comes to uh, you know a linebacker that can cover sideline to sideline, um, you know, get into the opposing backfield, uh, defend the run, but also get after the quarterback. Solid tackler, um, solid technique, um, just you know, very very explosive. You know, in getting after the ball. Um, trying to think of a player of who he reminds me of that played for Louisville that uh, would kind of shed a little bit of light to fans on the style of play. Um, not many players are really coming to mind here. I think that... I mean, I think a player like Preston Brown comes to mind that, um, you know, that amount of strength, you know, being, you know... Six foot, 230 pounds, the ability to get into the opposing backfield, solid tackler, uh, does a good job of not letting opposing ball carriers escape. So he does a good job of wrapping up, a good job of bringing guys down with the first initial uh, contact. So uh, that's something to focus on. The thing to focus on here, I know Louisville has um, offered, but Davis has a long list of suitors. Oklahoma has offered recently. Kentucky has offered recently. Um, Texas A&M has gotten a visit. He had a phenomenal visit to College Station, and with um, you know how well versed um, you know the Aggies are in the NIL realm, you have to wonder if Jimbo Fisher's team is going to potentially be a leader in this recruitment. So that's something to focus on here. Um, but I think ultimately, um, you know, he fills sort of that same need um, as Keith Brown would. Um, ultimately, for me. I think that um, he's probably one of the best linebackers in the portal currently. Granted, the elephant in the room is that there is a visit set for Colorado uh, coming up in the future, especially with the transfer portal winding down. 
that is one to focus on because, you know, Deion Sanders primetime is coaching at Colorado now. So there's the familiarity with the coaching staff. And not only that, but Colorado is a very popular program currently for very high, highly rated guys to go to very productive players to go to. So, um, it's going to be hard to recruit against Colorado, going to be hard to recruit against Texas A&M places that are getting visits. I think that that's kind of the telltale signs with the limited amount of time available for players to make their decisions before um, you know summer classes start here in the next month or so is that um, you're going to see a lot based upon the actions of players when it comes to making those visits as significant is that Keith Brown is going to be on campus for the spring game. It also kind of works against Louisville as well because it's like, well, you're really on the outside looking in in this respect of recruitment. So um, I wanted to at least discuss this recruitment because it shows you that there is a trend. It shows you that Louisville is still prioritizing the linebacker uh, position. Um, I think that it's probably, in my opinion, the number one um, position need for the Cardinals at this point in time. Uh, could that change with a couple commitments? Sure it can, but at this point in time, I think that you're probably looking to add, I'd say, at least one, probably two, maybe even three, depending on if that opportunity arises in the portal. So, um, Geronte Davis has a long list of suitors. I mean, he's one of the best players in the portal currently. Um, going to have a lot of schools after him, as there already are. Uh, going to be one that Louisville really has to uh, try to get a visit for here. Um, but at this point in time, it seems like the clock is running out on Jeff Brom's program in this recruitment. But um, like I said, you're not going to be a serious contender in all of them. But I mainly wanted to talk about this because you see some parallels here. You see, um, you know, the um, – you know, where the offers are going to. Obviously, offensive linemen, tight end, and linebacker as well. So, a key portal offer. So, uh, but we do have a new commitment. Duquesne offensive lineman, uh, Vincent Lamia. We'll talk about him here in just a second. Before we do that, I want to thank you all again, excuse me, for making Locked on Louisville your first listen every day. Every dayers. Tomorrow on the show, we're going to get back into basketball recruiting as it pertains to the portal. Louisville has reached out to a handful of guys from RJ Louise to uh, Cam Hayes um, and Raekwon Battle. We'll talk about those three players, so be sure to check out tomorrow's episode. But to conclude the show, we're going to talk about the most recent commitment that is Duquesne offensive lineman Vincent Lumia. Lumia um, has played for Duquesne for the past, um, I think, five seasons um, and utilizing his final season. Obviously, Duquesne and FCS schools, so it may you know, force you to wonder, well, what what is the scoop here? What's the reason behind um, Jeff Brom going after a player from the FCS? And I think that, you know, I, I trust this uh, scouting, obviously. You know, I think that Jeff Brom's given us no reason to not trust him at this point in time, obviously, but... um. You know, I think that Lumia, I think it's Lumia, it might be Lumia, Lumia. Um, regardless, I apologize to Vincent if I'm saying his name incorrectly, but um, Vincent played for Duquesne for the past five seasons. Earlier in April, became a grad transfer and um, committed to Louisville on Saturday. 6'3", 290 pounds, played offensive tackle. Um, a lot of people, from what I've seen, have 
said that he was the Duke's best offensive lineman this past season. Uh, one of their best players um, on the team played and started in all of the games. Um, according to Phil Steele, he was third team all Northeast conference um, and the highest rated offensive lineman, uh, according to pro football focus. So um, ultimately um, the native of Florida, which we now see another player from Florida coming to the Vils. So I wonder if this was an opportunity to continue that pipeline, something to focus on there, but um, you know, didn't necessarily have a ton of playing time his first couple seasons. Um, and then beginning in 2021 made all Northeast conference teams in the next three years um, for Louisville. I think that this obviously makes a ton of sense here because you've lost some veterans, obviously Trevor Reed, you've lost, um, let's see, uh, Adonis Boone, Caleb Chandler. I think that he projects to compete for the snaps at right tackle. I think that Michael Gonzalez is going to obviously be your starting left tackle. Renato Brown's probably the starting right tackle on paper currently. Maybe don't count out true freshman Luke Burgess in the picture. Um, you know, you would assume that um, the offensive lineman for Virginia or from Virginia, who for some reason is escaping me at the moment i need to look that up because it's going to absolutely drive me crazy um they got a commitment from a guard in the portal um john paul flores from virginia listed as an offensive tackle but probably fits well at the guard position maybe even at center i think he played almost all of the positions at virginia this past season um, so you add a veteran from Virginia. I think that, you know, it was probably a priority for Jeff Rom and company to add a player from the portal that is a veteran that has played, um, a good amount of snaps at their previous spot, regardless if it's power five or if it's FCS, when you watch Vincent Lumia on film, um, he's a player that moves extremely well for his size, six foot three. 290 pounds. I've seen some people kind of question the the size there or whether or not, you know, he will be um, serviceable. Louisville, I don't see why he wouldn't be. I think he moves well for his size, has solid hands to combat, um, you know, oncoming defenders um, and, and is able to really get up and block upfield kind of like how well John Paul Flores does. So I think at the very least, this is solid offensive line depth because, um, you know, Louisville has done a really good job of addressing the other needs in the portal. You've revamped the wide receiver room. Um, you're going to have to address the tight end position, which I probably bet they will in the portal. You've done good with the running back room. You've got Jack Plummer, um, you know, as your starting quarterback on paper going into next season. Now it's making sure that you protect Plummer and the um, the running back committee. So, um, yeah, to Flores. Now you've added a player like Vincent Lamia, who I think gives you some more um, options, obviously, on the offensive front, especially on the right side. I think he projects as, at the very least, solid depth, solid rotational piece um, on the right side of the line, a veteran presence that has played a lot of college football and, um, at the very least, can can give you some rotational um, snaps. But... Who knows? Obviously, the ceiling would be being able to start at right tackle um, over Renato Brown, which I'm not so sure that he will. But, you know, tomorrow is to be seen and we have to see how well um, 
you know, he performs for the Cardinals. Um, see how well he is able to get acclimated with the um, offensive line group. Obviously, I think that, um, you know, this is um, a player that obviously has played a lot of snaps at his current spot. So I think I'm interested to see, hey, how well could he play next season? Obviously, fall camp will dictate that, off-season workouts, so on and so forth. But I'm okay with uh, Lobel utilizing a spot or honestly a couple more spots on the offensive line just to make sure that, hey, we're going to maximize protection for Jack Plummer. We know he's had some history with injuries in the past, uh, didn't necessarily have great offensive line last play for California. So we're going to protect him. Uh, we have sort of a younger squad. We, um, you know, lost a lot of veteran leadership, lost a lot of veteran, you know, production. We're going to go ahead and we're going to add more veterans to this offensive line. And we're going to just make sure that we are better safe than sorry in a position that obviously is a uh, very, very, um, you know, critical when it comes to, you know, relation to overall success. So. Um, we discussed uh, Keith Brown, Geronte Davis, and Vincent Lumia. As I mentioned, for the everydayers uh, that are coming back to the show every day, appreciate that, first of all. Um, we're going to talk about college basketball recruiting um, as it pertains to the transfer portal. Three more names to talk about, R.J. Luis, uh, Cam Hayes, and Raekwon Battle. Would they be good fits for Louisville? How plausible is a possible commitment to the Cardinals um, program? So on and so forth. A lot to talk about there. So be sure to you know tune in and uh, you know get on um, those episodes. But hey, that's going to wrap up today's episode of the show. Everyone have a great day, and we'll see you right back here.